0: Hey everyone, Klaus here again for another episode of Unconstrained Conversation. Last week, March 8th, Ideas convened over 30 hospitality tech thought leaders to four hours of virtual conversations about driving commercial success through technology. We had hundreds of participants listening in to, as established technology providers, startups, consultants, and hoteliers discussed the accelerating pace of innovation in the industry And of course, we also talked about lessons learned from the last 12 months. Leah Jordan, head of marketing and co-founder of techtalk.travel, and Enzo Aita, founder of Funnel TV, helped us moderate the majority of the panels, making sure the conversations remained relevant, fast-paced, and engaging. And judging by all the feedback we received, they really succeeded. After a week of recovery we all needed, and some reflection, I thought it would be great to bring back Lee and Enzo for a recap to hear their perspectives and key takeaways from this day of Unconstrained Conversations. Enjoy this very special episode. And as always, make sure you subscribe so you're not missing out on any future episodes. Well, welcome to the Unconstrained Conversation. This is a very special episode today. Last week, we had a big week um, in the hotel technology world. We had the famous first ever hospitality technology hub powered by Ideas. Uh, Over 30 speakers from uh, startups, consultants, large technology companies like Microsoft and others to uh, very small companies. And um, we also had ITB happening virtually in uh, Berlin, which is always a big event, even though we couldn't be there this week. So what I thought we'll do this week, we'll recap. All that stuff we heard last week because it's been very busy and we hardly remember anything that has happened. Uh, But to help me remember, I thought I'll bring in two people that helped us last week moderating our hub um, on Monday. One is Leah Jordan from Tech Talk Top Travel. And she was actually in Berlin. Hi, Leah.
1: Hi. Thank you, Klaus, for having me again. Of course. It's a pleasure.
0: We couldn't get enough of you, so we just brought you back. Right. Let's keep it like that. (laughs) (laughs) And Enzo Alta from Hypergast, who is well-known at uh, Fuel TV, um, regular podcast host. So this time we're inverting the roles. He usually interviews me. This time I'm interviewing him or we're we're having a conversation all together. Hi, Enzo.
2: Hi, Klaus. I feel like I'm hacking your uh, channel today. I'm jumping from Funnel TV to your unconstrained conversation now. So I'm hacking your channel now.
1: Right.
2: right. Hijacking, you
1: mean? Hijacking. Yeah, hijacking. Is that
0: legal? So it's all good. So uh, very very busy week last week. Let's start off with the hospitality technology hub. The many many conversations we had about achieving commercial success, which was the first block, uh, first two hours of the day, and then the convergence of data, the second part of the day. Leah, you were co moderating together with me the first part. Um, the first two hours, I kicked off a a very interesting conversation with Jordan, CEO and co-founder of Hotel Tech Report, who gave us an overview of the state of the industry. He was very excited about the startups, about innovation, about the new things that he's seeing around connected tech and, 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 and contactless tech. And he had a great, we had a great fireside chat. Um, around uh, the, the 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 many things that have happened over the last twelve months, what have you picked up, Leah, on your side in your in your conversations?
1: Well, in my conversation, certainly some interesting points, but also just to add to your session that you had with Jordan, I think, um, which was clearly standing out, was just the need for openness in general, right, and innovation and just flexibility. So um, in like looking at all sides, right, as a hotel, you're to be able to pick any technology you'd like to add to your existing stack, but also to be able to switch around and just be flexible to respond to whatever change is out there in your market environments. And that reflected quite well also in the... Following conversations that we had, so I was um, happy enough to host a session about commercial success, right? And there, I think what stood out most to me was that everyone was very much about being flexible and agile. Just because demand, we were discussing demand. Firstly, um, I mean it's it's changing on a daily basis, right? So what was correct yesterday might be completely different tomorrow, and then it's just always important to well, to keep up with the market market developments and then also be able to translate that right away into your team's performances and how you respond to the market. We had a little dispute about, no, dispute is maybe <laughs> I a harsh word. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's a, it's the right word. I mean, that's what you'd like to have in the panel, right? So you want to have right. opposing opinions. So I kind of welcome that. And I thought it was, well, I, I understand both positions and something that also, I can support, a, was reflected in all the sessions and interviews I heard at ITB from CEOs from various travel companies. It's just the the, um, the balance you have to keep between navigating through the current pandemic and crisis, surviving basically, right? Keeping your cash together, have short-term returns on your actions, but balancing that well with looking at the time beyond the crisis. Once the pent-up demand that was mentioned in any discussion we had yeah. On the hospitality technology hub, but also at the ITB, I think any CEO level I was either hosting or listening into, everyone is very confident in looking at the pent-up demand. So that's that's a stable, a stable um, aspect, next to the leisure demand being the driving force everyone is relying on. But several were also pointing out that this is not enough to just rely on that and leverage this for the short term, because you have to prepare for the state once we reached beyond the crisis. And in our um, conversation at the Hospitality Technology Hub, for example, um, George from Hudson Crossing, he pointed out that it's not enough, right? It's just that that would be simply surviving. You can't only go for the low hanging fruits. You have to really reevaluate your entire overall strategy and prepare for what's coming after because his prediction was there will be overall less demand after the pandemic like after we come back to a new normal if there's something like that and then we had of course um, opposing uh, voices there with um I guess also due to the fact that they're just engaging with hotels from that segment so charlie from triptees and also James was supporting him a bit in that um, field he was saying, that is dangerous because it's kind of um, um, distracting you from what you have to do. And there's so many hotels where he claims they don't have the basics done. They don't have a mobile website. They're not bookable. And for them, for example, the, the topic of discussion was, for example, ABS booking, right? The, the attribute-based, attribute-based booking.
0: shopping. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Something that this, which is quite like, I don't know if you agree, but it, I mean, for some hoteliers that might be um, advanced, uh, advanced, um, mm-hmm. strategy to look at so i think it's just yeah i, I think or if you both, don't have
0: a mobile website yet then maybe that yeah this way where you should start first before right. you go into something like attribute-based shopping right
1: yeah but i don't know <laughs> yeah but i don't know and so and klaus if you agree because I, I i know i i can support both positions because i agree definitely if your homework isn't done it's super mm-hmm. annoying if you kind of get lost in this future stuff right don't discuss about attribute-based booking if you don't have your website loading so don't let's start with the homework but still it's not an excuse to not engage and educate inform yourself about what trends are out there right and what is maybe the up date state of the art in distribution or booking behaviors right. and so do you That's, have
0: any view on that I, I don't know if you were listening into that panel last week uh but where, where george and, and and charlie had this animated conversation about where should I, we start
2: I didn't follow this particular pattern, to be honest. But uh, I agree with okay. you that that the best moment right now and the only thing is probably to do is to to, to think at the future more strategically. You know, and uh, and if this is an issue today, that's the moment to fix it. I mean, now hotels are looking at the occupancy in the forecast. It's it's like it is. We know that. So, how do you keep yourself busy and 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 get ready to face the, the new normal. So that's the best moment for hotels in general. And this is just mm-hmm. to talk in a, a wider uh, vision: is to look at what they do, what they did in a in a wrong way in the past, and try to you know avoid to repeat the same mistake in the future. Yeah, because you could, to- you could
0: you could just have incremental change and say, I'll just go back to the old normal. Mm -hmm. Or I can make a significant change and say, I'm going to take this time and really rip everything out that I used to do and start from scratch and go beyond what I used to have, which is probably going to help you down the road, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. uh, Let me give an example. For example, one of the most, you know, hard parts of an hotel changing, uh, especially in the technology, when they have to come to the PMS, all right? We know that it's a very hard moment to change PMS. And uh, the, 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 the problem was mainly because the hotel is always busy, the occupancy is too high, changing the, the, the technology like a PMS is a very hard point. So now is the best moment, for example. If you were thinking to change the PMS or, uh, or the RMS, or actually implementing an RMS, as we know, the large part of this, the hospitality industry doesn't use an RMS. What's the best moment now to study and implement a, a strategy that will look at the future? And implement new technology. So that's the that's the moment, right? Right.
0: Yeah. Great. yeah. Leo, Leo, sorry, we were just kind of diverting a little bit. Um, But in the in the end, I think they agreed to disagree, and 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 we said, well, well, you need to both, right? Um, Well, I I don't even I don't even
1: think they disagreed. To be honest, (laughs) to be honest, I think they they basically were were looking at two different scenarios, right? So I think George was thinking of a different hotelier persona than Charlie was. True. That's what, that's how I, when I rewatched it, because in the situation itself, I have to admit it was a bit, oh, that's attention here. <laughs> <laughs> that's good for a panel. But I, I think it wasn't like looking back, I think both points are fair. And it just, it's just basically to be explained with who they engage with, right. And who they're working with currently. Right. And I mean, it is a hard reality. There's so many hoteliers out there that are not having their basics done, but yet this is not an excuse for the good ones to not keep on accelerating, like cool actually ahead. what they're doing. Right. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't keep you from involving. And I mean, another positive um positive point, I think that was um, coming across from the first conversation, like the one about commercial success was certainly um, that Jan from Rocco Forto Hotels, he reported that um, customers are just very eager to get into direct connection and having high expectations in terms of how they engage with the hotel team in terms of information and products they're getting and that they're not really after the price ultimately, but more after the experience and what they're getting offered overall as a product. This might be related also to the segment they're playing in, right? So that might be a Ultra bit luxury, of a yeah. Yes, right. It's important to mention that so you don't get right. the wrong impression. But still, I do think it's a great opportunity um, for hoteliers to just this time, to use this time, to really build a relationship with your customers and and so said, maybe you just start from scratch setting up your, I mean, you have to reevaluate evaluate all your started, um, processes anyhow, probably, because, well, it's not working what used to be working. So isn't that a great chance to just build really strong and reliable relationships with your customer and learn from them directly? So
0: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and yes. what
1: I, that's what I loved about the conversation, this yeah. outlook
0: yeah and then the second panel you had kind of uh the chance to moderate was with um innovation was about innovation by necess- necessity with eric from Oki yes. and and jonas from uh meeting package and, and Ben from penta hotels and anytime you get eric and jonas on a on a panel i think it's always very exciting and interesting you know two very successful and very energetic entrepreneurs right
1: hundred percent I, I love the conversation too and i mean i, I mean it's any of the person that just joined us that they were easy to talk to. And I think they have a great way to bring across um, what they're passionate about. And here, I think the, what I took away again, it's, it's um, overlapping what was said in the commercial session is it's all about agility. It's all about re like being open to change, being, embrace the change and just like be brave enough to say, okay, let's, maybe that didn't work. So let's just think it anew. Let's look at it and be open and be very like, yeah, creative in a way. And they shared great best practice examples. So I love the example from Ben Thomas um, from Penta Hotels, where he de, he described the um, chef du champ. And I hope my French is good enough. Je ne sais pas. Um, where, where they describe how they successfully have a partnership with local restaurants and just offered, I mean, um, private dining experience in the hotel room with the local community. And this whole working together with your local community and creating value propositions where you include your next door resources, that's something that I've heard on ITB so many times as well, right? So, so many companies are just starting now really actively to look at their actual community where they're Mm -hmm. operating in and trying to leverage that. I think that's a a definite shift from what we've seen before the crisis, right? Right. So Great.
0: Great summary, amazing summary. What about what about you, um, Enzo, and your your second block uh, about um, more around the convergence of data, something that you're passionate about and and you've been talking about for quite a long time? What yeah. have you taken away?
2: Right. So basically, there were three panels, uh, one after one. Really, the conversation was very smooth, and I think we spent a couple of hours. Not stopped and uh, and the level of conversation was very good. So what did I get from that? Let me tell you. so the first panel was about the state of travel demand. So we discussed a little bit of the current state uh, of the travel um, but most importantly, as you can see, the guests were mainly people coming from data so uh, David from sojourn, Robin from STR and Juan Gomez from Horwaki. so, what did I catch from these panels? Of course, uh, the fact that the data is becoming crucial for uh, for hotels today. So not only for uh, for uh, including those data within their plan and the strategy, but basically, considering that we are in a situation like Ground zero and uh, and historical data is becoming a little bit you know um, unusable from from a commercial point of view. So looking at forecasting data from those sources is becoming very important. So we 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 got a, some really interesting insight from soldier for example. Mm-hmm. They are looking more on predictive and understanding more the traveler behavior and how to adapt the strategy based on the on the traveler, not anymore on segment and, and large scale, but more understanding how to how to match the, the future gas gas you know, needs. So predictive analytics was definitely one of the most interesting part. We know well STR, of course, what they do, what they provide and the relevant data they they are using, but also forward kit with, uh, you know, interesting information about flights and uh, this kind of data now are becoming more crucial also into the RMS um, strategy in general. And then we went to the next conversation talking more about hospitality, technology, tools, strategy, what to use in the future, what currently hotels needs to, you know, uh, face the new normal. And we had an interesting conversation with Laurent from Api, Uli from Apaleo, uh, Vait. I don't remember if I correct pronounce his name, and, uh, and what catch my m- most important attention here, and was, you know, highlighted also from Uli, the, the the necessity of transforming this industry more more like uh, you know an open api environment where mm-hmm. everybody can plug and play in an easy way i was making a, a fun example during the conversation we should turn this industry like for example my son is doing my son comes papa i want to download this app i i go on the app i download the app and it can use the app in five minutes so This is a funny example, just to explain that today hotels should face a situation where whatever they need, they should not get any friction from any partner. So, if I want to have a new connectivity, that should become available in a, I would say in in, in minutes, but at least in forty-eight hours. Right. There are still, you know, a lot of friction in this vision with some players in the industry, but I think the correct way to move forward in the future is to turn this industry totally. Uh, open API, completely flexible. With yeah, no- that
0: that panel was very interesting because it not just had had kind of um, likes of Ap- Apaleo and and Happy, which are you know startups, but you also had chain from Microsoft, which is the complete opposite spectrum, right? Where you had the, the big elephant in the room or the gorilla um, in Microsoft and 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 uh, a company that's obviously massive, right? Um, so it's a good yep. kind of um, uh, opposite opposite viewpoint there.
2: Definitely definitely and then, uh, and then of course, we're talking about the um, importance of understanding always data is becoming again uh, the main point here where any conversation um, is going on is understanding how to identify the right customer. and so there was an interesting conversation between Thomas from uh, from uh, Revinate, right. Na, from I uh, New, uh, Chad Baldwin and Will Darra from amadeus so they discussed the difference between let me remind the name because i don't remember correctly is cdp customer data platform versus customer relationship management so what is the difference what is relevant today to know about that so it's again your data uh related to customers so very very interesting fantastic fantastic and uh and then we
0: all wrapped up with kind of new normal new data new insights um, uh that was um, moderated by olga from ideas but um i just find it fascinating about the uh on one side kind of the, the push to say let's 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 make sure that we all use this time to if we can to innovate and move ahead and kind of decide what gets us competitive advantage um and i've seen that personally over the last 12 months many many companies um, have ripped out their old infrastructure and put new infrastructure in place that will give them this competitive advantage um, as soon as demand comes back. And I think just looking at the last few uh, weeks, we'll be surprised that, that demand is coming back much quicker than we all expect. Um, and then this convergence of data. I think APIs have been talked about a long time. Um, ABS has been talked about for a long time. It all seems to be happening now and, and moving faster and faster, which is uh, quite exciting. Um, Leah, I know you had uh, a lot of sessions and you mentioned that a lot of conversations and, and, and moderating panels at ITB. What what particular takeaways did you have from your conversations in ITB?
1: I think, yeah, thank you. I think it's, it's way too many to summarize here. <laughs> sure. probably when, when I start telling you, they will pop up like, two, like my, my brain is like in a squirrel, right? I'm a of little course, squirrel in that way. Course.
0: So, but, but something that is. Me... What was kind of the most exciting part? Yeah. You know, maybe? You know, the one yeah, or
1: for two me, exciting Yeah, but probably for, for the three of us and our audience, maybe, because they wouldn't listen in if they wouldn't be passionate about the topics you are, Klaus. So I know you're <laughs> passionate about technology. So, something right. that I was, of course, very like happy to hear, or something that I felt, um, yeah. It was good to hear is that basically everyone agreed it did not matter from what company, if you talk about Emirates or if you talk about Uber, I mean there's obvious or if you talk about Deutsche Hospitality, a very traditional German hotel company now being owned by Wazoo. or if you talk about Marriott, or if you talk about Hyatt, everyone was aligned on the fact that technology is key. And without technology yeah. and the embracing of technology, it won't it won't be able to do business. So it's not optional. It's just no question that you have to embrace this. And it's just a question how to get your grip on it now, right? So how to use it in your teams. And the second thing that I liked a lot um, personally very much, and I think it also was reflected in our conversations we had on Monday, actually, is that you have a new approach to your teams in overall so first of all, something that most of the CEOs that um, I remember I was listening to agreed upon was that they said it was the hardest year they ever had as a person, mm-hmm. but it was also the year that they feel they got the best out of the teams and themselves, they learned the most. Um, I mean, and that's what I remember when I listened to Jan from Rocco Forte, he said as well, we cannot rely on the old structures. So talking about the commercial perspective, right? Like kind of combining the the the, the qualities of each member better. Eric from Oki was pointing this out. He was saying you yeah. need to approach this holistically. I mean, again, I think everyone basically added that to their thoughts, right? So that you have to absolutely. look at this. You have to look at it
0: from a commercial perspective, right? And you have to look at it from an integrated perspective. That's that's but that the, means the that you thing, have right? to
1: value each team member who they yeah. are, and and I think that's that's just great to hear for our industry. I feel absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. Okay. And so, what's your what's your what's the thing that's most exciting to you? One or two things.
2: Yeah, so this is one in particular. I was trying to pull out this topic, but it's a little bit, a little bit more complex. And generally speaking, it's been around for a little time now, as the hotels are changing a lot of things. You know, from uh, from adopting the revenue also in a traditional way. Let's say traditional way, selling rooms, units. You know, so. And this is actually a very interesting aspect. And I'm turning this question to you, um, Klaus. So yeah. what are your thoughts about repam, which is a new way of looking at revenue per available meter square, which is becoming more interesting uh, nowadays than before? Because now hotel, of course, they have to rethink in some way also using creativity, how to sell space, right? And, and when it comes to talk of revenue, it's more correct today to talk about total revenue, maybe, but yeah. what's your thoughts on this new kind of KPI, rep Pump?
0: Revenue per available square meter. space, square yeah. meter space, you know, feet, whatever. We have talked about that in the, for, for a long time, too. I remember, you know, years back when I was still with a, a, a large hotel company and we, we, we started building KPIs and models around that. Um, I think over the last 12 months, there are two things have happened, right? People are much more conscious about profitability than ever before, right? So that the, the profit optimization versus revenue optimization is going, to become, is going to become critical. And I think as a result of what we've gone through over the last 12 months, uh, the industry as a whole will be more profitable going forward, right? Uh, hotels now can run profitably at 30%, 40% occupancy, which maybe was the case at 60 or 70% occupancy before. And then the second part is what leah what Leah talked about is that people are looking really at all revenue streams and how to optimize revenue across all of the assets that they have right i 've heard of hotel companies starting food delivery apps uh, we heard about you know ghost kitchens where the kitchens are converted into multiple restaurants that serve delivery uh, uh, delivery companies you know i've uh, you talked about uh, Aliyah. About involving the community, right? Which Accor has right. pushed for many, many years, right? How do you how do you incorporate your community? I remember Sebastian from Accor talking about offering laundry services to people that live within, you know, a few hundred meters or half a half a kilometer uh, within the hotel or something like that, right? Can you offer different services to the community? I think we'll see much more of a broadening. People are thinking outside the box of a traditional hotel and think about. I have this asset. I have this community around me. I have this captured this marketplace I can capture. How do I drive revenues from all of these opportunities that I have?
2: And um, so that the number
0: of taps that we have available to, to, to turn revenues on is, is, is expanding.
2: Sorry. Yeah. You know what? This it, it, is fun because in a way, it looks like we are going back to 30 years ago. I remember when I was in hotel, I'm talking really... Twenty-five years, twenty years ago, something like this.
1: Oh, that's long
2: ago.
1: <laughs> I haven't been around then. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: you see, I don't have any hair in my. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I remember that GM when we were sitting and making meeting, and he was saying, "Guys, uh, to the salespeople, guys, going out and catch business, going around, going to all the shops around here, restaurant, any kind of." business area get there meet them the company give them the opportunity to to use our hotel for meeting using our restaurants or if they have any friends parent or colleagues coming over they can use those special rates and so on so Right. Going locally, it's a key. It's a key. We have a customer business out there. And we don't know. We think always, of course, international business is what we're looking, you know. Uh, I think the
0: difference, and so I think the difference now is we have tools, we have data, you know, right. we have connections, right? You can plug things in. Yeah. You can market you have marketplaces where people can just download apps and trial them out and, and 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 if they don't like it, then they'll uninstall it, right? And we'll see more of more of that interconnectivity. I know we're 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 kind of getting short of time a little bit because I do want to keep this to um a, a commute podcast, so twenty twenty-five minutes. Any closing any closing thoughts, Leah? Um, and then Enzo well, very quickly. Yeah.
1: The, the, again, there's too many, and it's a, it's a pity the time is over because I could keep on talking to you guys for so many hours. But oh, I just can't can get
0: can get us back on his on his podcast. Yeah, he
1: should. <laughs> like actually, I want he to sure. dig dig into this like uh, revenue <laughs> per revenue square meter. I have an opinion on that but, too, but too much for now. Hmm. No, for now, I think it's just again it showed that also with your format, Klaus, and I think it's it was so well created the hospitality tech um, hub. It just it shows the audience there's so much good content out there. Just go there and use it, engage with it, and inform yourself. Don't educate yourself. That's the wrong word, I feel. It's about inform yourself, listen to other opinions, and that's just going to be your competitive advantage if you're just informed, right? So I enjoy that very much. I can just recommend. Great. Revisit the site. They're all available on demand. It's a good, it's a good watch, yeah.
2: Enzo, anything very shortly, quickly? Yeah, I got a good time. So it, will, it was always a pleasure to, you know, have this conversation with people with a very big audience and knowledge. So what right. should I say? We now just need to come back, guys, and meet each other in person. Just yeah. to you know, uh, let you know, I am I don't know if you're aware about uh, Fitur in Madrid. It, it's confirmed in May. It we is. Oh, there, guys. Yeah, so I hope to meet you there.
1: <laughs> just note this down a second <laughs>
2: great.
0: I um, so the hotel the hospitality tech hub is still live. We'll have the link in the podcast kind of where they, where, we, where we put the podcasts up um, all the content is still up there all the all the 50 companies that contributed to content um, and videos and 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 documentation still up there so have a look and uh, hopefully and Leah will will talk soon again and we'll get on each other's okay. uh, conversations all right thank you
1: so much thank you so much
0: thank you for inviting me Thank
1: thank
0: you thank you very much for listening and I hope you found this episode valuable for your own business circumstances check out the show notes linked to the episode help more people in the industry find this podcast by sharing and rating and don't forget to subscribe to the series wherever you listen to it